0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the CDL podcast channel in this episode today we are going to be doing predictions for the first set of matches for stage three of the CDL season and then we're also going to talk about the roster news and the roster changes that went down and we're going to finish out the pod with a CDL teams tier list instead of the player tier list we we're kind of going over and uh, instead of roster changes being kind of like flips between players this time around it was a lot of new faces joining the league and kind of dumb and both Buying Ann Brock's opinion to do a tier list when we're just kind of like, usually our default is like if there's one rookie, we just kind of like throw them in a bottom tier just because we don't want to rank them yet. But with so many new players coming in, um, it's a little bit awkward to rank them without ever seeing them. And we don't want to like throw them way too high or throw them right, way too low since most of it is based off recent performance instead of like how we're projecting into the future. It just, it just messes up the ranking. So we're going to wait a little bit to do that. And we're instead going to rank the teams how we see them fit and that's how we're going to end the podcast so if you guys enjoy this one be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe you guys showed some crazy support on my little mini pod um talking about the optic roster change right when it happens so if you guys enjoy stuff like that you want me to do more mini pod stuff like that drop a comment down below because that's always something fun to do just to get some more content out besides just one weekly podcast uh but yeah let's dive right into it brock how you doing today
1: Doing good, and feeling good. You know, some more matches this weekend. Excited to watch. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, um, going to be a fun week of matches. I honestly haven't dove too deep. Sometimes I, I do for my predictions, but kind of going in a little bit more blind today. I've been pretty pretty busy, and, you know, looks like we've got a pretty decent set of matches this week. We get to see a lot of our new teams in mm-hmm. action, so that'll be fun to see. Um, Florida's new roster gets a, a nice test right away because they have to play New York in phase. Um, yeah. So I guess Tough. we'll... We'll learn a lot about their roster, I suppose, um, really going into this week. But let's let's talk about uh, rank play first. How about that? Um, It was announced. um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I still I've seen Call of Duty tell me that something's coming out on some day, plenty of times, and it doesn't happen. So I'm still cautiously optimistic it's actually going to come out on the 15th. I still think there's that awkward, weird chance that it doesn't end up coming out. Yeah, because that's what they tend to do. But hey, we're gonna we're gonna act like it is coming out that day, and we're gonna be positive. But I we can get into details of it, but like initial thoughts, I think it, it looks really good. It looks like system wise, if everything works correctly, potentially one of the better systems we've had in Call of Duty, if not the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I fully agree. Honestly, the only thing I'm kind of like worried about is
1: they say everyone's gonna start in bronze. So
0: yeah, the beginning wow. is gonna be a little interesting. It's Gonna be a tough beginning. It's say. gonna be either tough or like you're gonna get some matches that are like, what am I even playing? Yeah, you're gonna get here. Would play like you know some people that aren't aren't the greatest, and the next thing you are put people that are the greatest. Yeah, because like where you and I will balance out will probably be somewhere in that diamond to crimson range. Yeah, I would hope like that. We'll I, I would think so. We'll be somewhere in there. So like if we're playing players that are top two fifty, we're probably not gonna be able to compete. I mean, those are like pro level players. We'll hold our mm-hmm. own, but we won't be able to beat pro teams and stuff like that or like top yeah. challenger teams. But like also we might end up playing some people that are truly bronze players and like we're going to absolutely smoke them 250 to 10 in hardpoint or something yeah yes news fest but
1: you know excited for it if it if it stays true on the 15th
0: yeah if if it stays true that's a big thing but some other some other things that um to talk about with it is obviously it's like the same as ever um you win you gain sr you lose you lose sr pretty self-explanatory there but like in the little like gif that they have it shows somebody going up plus 128 so I was I saw that the SR goes all the way up to ten thousand, and then ten thousand plus is like the top two hundred mm-hmm. and fifty. I was like, that is has that a lot of skill points, but so that makes sense. I guess you're gaining hundred twenty-eight, um, yeah, for a win. So just at a, a bigger scale, but the the top two hundred and fifty leaderboard looks really cool. Yeah, it definitely does. Is that- That's going to like feature a lot of pros. It's got like the picture of draws on there. It's going to like show the yeah. CDL player profiles that is pretty cool to see because you know what last year i was like was oh, is this the real person or, or yeah. what?" but now they're gonna have like their official accounts i'm sure and then like it has like the team logo next to it so that's really cool like promotion of the cdl and then mm-hmm. honestly my favorite part about the whole thing i see the whole everyone starts in bronze free, that's a little bit uh scary everybody who places in gold or above will get a skin the thing that i really 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 liked was the whole um leaving match thing did you see that feature <clears throat> Wasn't it if if the person who left the match gets the penalty, but then the other three teammates do not? No. So the reason that that would be horrible, because then one person could just, you could just have like somebody on a burner account that would just leave all the time. But what it is, is if let's say you and I are playing together, just duo queuing and we're with two Randalls. If one of them leaves in the middle of the match, we don't lose SR. They still lose SR and anybody in their party does. So like we're in a party of three uh, and you leave. I'm still going to lose SR because I, although I could just be telling you to quit, you know, to like mm-hmm. save my SR. So like if you're in a party and somebody in your party leaves, you still lose the SR. But okay, I see if somebody outside your party leaves, you don't. So like when if you're if we're trio queuing and you get the one rando and it's he just leaves for some reason mid map, mm-hmm. you don't lose SR, which is really cool to me. Like if you're solo queuing, it helps a lot because a lot of times when you solo queue and stuff, you get people that leave all the time and it's just like, what am I even playing this for? And you lose SR and it's just annoying. Yeah, then that, that'd be good. So that seems like as long as that works properly, that seems like a really good feature. Like, yeah, somebody randomly rage quits on your team when it's 100 to 100 because they're on a death streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hope. The...
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. I hope they have the match cancellation, too. Yeah. Where uh, somebody
0: for... leaves like right away. Yeah. Or before the lobby even starts. Yeah. Just kick it yeah, out. That's definitely true. I'm just glad that it, it is only people outside your party because I think it would be really dumb if like, there was a way that like if you're at a party of four if one person leaves, everybody else doesn't lose SR because then you could literally have people on like burner accounts. Yeah. Just keep yeah. leaving and leaving. Yeah, and that would be really stupid, but I didn't see anything unless I missed it. I didn't see anything about like limitations for what SR you have to be within to play with other people because typically it's like you have to be within like a division or two, which sometimes yeah. becomes problematic for us because we have a couple friends we play with that are a lot lower, so we usually have to make like alt accounts and stuff. Yeah. Hopefully um, not, but yeah no, that's so, hopefully that's not a thing but honestly i guess to summarize we just got to see um what it looks like hopefully it actually does come out wednesday and it'll be interesting unfortunately i got a bachelor party this weekend so after wednesday night we're gonna have be able to play a bunch but then um thursday i got work and then right after work i'm leaving to go to this week weekend long bachelor party and i'll be gone all weekend so i won't be able to get in that much rank play um yeah for wednesday night but... i'll be grinding yeah yep yeah. And they added M4 cast off all like the restricted stuff to the restricted list. So that's nice to see. That's great to see a drill charge. You don't have to ever get hit by that again. Yeah. For real. Or uh, the M4 cheese. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Roster changes. Let's talk about we got four. <clears throat> technically. I think only two of them are technically confirmed. Obviously, optic and then Boston did announce today. Beans. I don't think Florida and Vegas have technically confirmed their roster, unless I miss it, it's basically like a well-known fact what their rosters are, or what Vegas is looking to do, and then Florida is basically like confirmed, but not officially. And yeah. then there are maybe some other teams like London making a change, but at the time that we hit record on this, there aren't any rumors about who London could replace them, like replace their players with. So, like, we're not gonna talk about them because we're just gonna be talking about rosters we don't know. So, if by the time this is out, it came out who London is potentially looking at, that's unfortunate, but. When we hit record, it wasn't out there. There's there's rumors that it could just be Asim building his three teammates that he wants to play with, and they sure. dropped the rest. But who knows? First team to talk about. I'll let you have the floor first because I already did a mini video with my initial reactions. I have maybe some updated thoughts on it. But Optic Ghosty in for Illy. Optic Ghosty. Um,
1: my thoughts is like, I I don't I didn't really see a reason why to make a change since they got fourth with like. Maybe a week of practice as a team. So I didn't really, I didn't really get that. But I guess th- they think that they can't win at all, so
0: they need someone else. Yeah, ghosty. I mean, you know, I guess. But from what I did hear, also though, I don't know if you heard the clip or I actually listened to the eavesdrop today with Hook on it. I did not watch that. Obviously, Hook being newer to the team doesn't know. But from what he said, and who knows? There's a lot more details. I'm sure that go into this. But from what he said. It sounded like the impression he got is people on the team, so I mean that would mean uh, yep. Dashi and Shotzi obviously had wanted to potentially make this change for a while really? um, so maybe it was like and that doesn't that's not really shocking because of the whole like off season they did they did drop know. him for a day or two there, yeah, um, so that's not really shocking, I guess to hear, but it sounded like it was more of like a, a thing that had been on their mind for a while and they just decided to go for it and do it rather than like they absolutely like just lost full life for this weekend and thought they had to drop Illy. It sounds like it had been on their mind for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, thoughts on ghosty though. It, it's so hard. Cause like, I mean, I was having an argument with somebody in the comments on the last podcast, but like, it's so hard to judge because I see the positives on both sides. I think ghosty provides more slaying upside than Illy. Yeah. I I think Ghosty has more ability to drop that 40 and 30 map in a hard point that just helps you dominate and gets you a lot of slaying, but man, and maybe Ghosty will bring this because I've heard he sounds like Tyler Fellow in the comms, Motormouth people were saying. He's really good in the comms, but like, it's going to be hard for anybody to bring better comms and intangibles and uh, like in-game leadership and just overall teammate ability than Illy because he's, to my knowledge, one of the best at that. Yeah, he's he's literally like one of a kind if he's like... In that in that role aspect. As a teammate, like communicator, yeah, strategizer, like he yeah, he I would agree. He seems like he's a top tier. And there's Big a grinder. <laughs> like, yeah, Krim, Clay, all these like all time greats that have played with Illy were like, What? You dropped Illy? Yeah. Like, Challengers player? Like they were they couldn't believe it.
1: Yeah, so you know, more slaying. I don't know how good he really
0: is in search. I think from what I've heard, he's pretty good and he also has a snipe on him. So that's interesting because he's obviously replacing Illy, who was a sniper on this team. I mean, they have Dashi. We know haven't seen him snipe this year, but I'm I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty confident Dashie one of the best snipers of all time could probably snipe in this game.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm just uh, excited to see how this team performs as a
0: team. I am I am as well because like their slaying potential got higher to me, which is why like I'm not saying I don't think this will work. And also like if the chemistry, if they have been thinking about this for a while, maybe the chemistry has been off for a while with Illy, and like we know that like. Even if Ghosty ends up being a slightly worse player than Illy, sometimes your team will get better if it's a chemistry issue and the vibes are just up and Ghosty comes in and, you know, he's yeah. communicating well. And like if the vibes are up with him, you never know. He might just end up being better for the team, even if he ends up being a little worse. But I'm intrigued yeah. to see it. I really hope Illy finds his way to a roster. I thought maybe Boston was a spot for him. Obviously not the case. But I mean, or anybody. Seattle. I was arguing with people that were trying to say Illy is a terrible player. It's just, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's. It's the thing I hate in sports. It's the hot take culture. It's like yeah. somebody can't just be a good player. They have to be either be like the greatest player you've ever seen, or they have to be terrible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's I- like the nature of sports and esports is, guess what? Most players aren't great or terrible. Most players are just kind of average. Yeah. Can't, and, be, can't uh, everyone be good. I works. think is above average, personally, and I think a lot of people would agree with that. And I think you saw all the shock from the pros says enough. says all you need to know that Ily is a fantastic player. Yeah, um, but for whatever reason, there are a lot of people out there that think that you either have to be like the greatest player or the worst player and there's no in between. But I don't think Ily's the best player in the league. I don't think he's the worst player in the league. I think he's a really good player that provides a lot to a team and there are a lot of teams that could use him. Like Vegas, if they switched around things, obviously roles don't really make sense there because Temp and Clay are pretty heavily set on ARs and Illy is yeah. also an AR. But like teams like that, that like if you could switch around their roster, if it just didn't so happen that their two best players were two ARs, um it could do a lot of damage for a lot of teams.
1: I just want Illy to go to... I want to go to Seattle for the year.
0: Yeah, Seattle for accuracy.
1: Yeah, just, just make the change.
0: Oh, yeah, it'd be nice. Ily on the main over there would be nice. And that, I mean, hello, what does that team struggle with? Yeah, what does Ilya provide? A little bit of S&D here and there. I'm not sure, though. prowess, despite what some people might say about him. He's a very good SD player.
1: Yeah, and also it doesn't hurt since they're literally go- one year and Proud is gone, so might as
0: well go all in this year. Yeah, might as well go all in. So the team that just continues to fail and can't win a search and destroy. Yeah, yeah, but um, doesn't seem like that's the plan. Yeah, we can move on from that roster though. Excited to see them play because talent's yeah. there. They got talent to to do almost anything. But moving on to another team, Florida, that I also think got significantly better. I think in terms of where they are to where they're going, I think Florida might have the biggest step up. Of the four teams we're about to talk about, because like mm-hmm. I think Optic could get better, but they were already like a top four team roughly, so it's hard for them to get a lot better, you know. Yeah, they're already good. <laughs> and like the next two teams we'll talk about, I think they could both get better potentially. But like I think Florida goes from like bottom, bottom, bottom tier to like I see a world where this team ends up having top eight potential, maybe top six potential. I, I like the upgrades from this team. They added Fellow and capsidal for Vickle um, and Major.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and also Brack back in, I guess, for
1: Dave. My, my boy Brack's back. Yeah. Deservingly. No, but Cap's still Look Havoc. A good, good sub-duo, I would say.
2: Yeah,
0: slaying Upside, Pace, too. Those two bring pace. Oh, they're moving. Mm-hmm. And, and they... Then, fellow, yeah, you talk about Fellow. You, I know what you're going to say about Fellow. You talk about Fellow.
1: Fellow? He just, you know, he's just like... What uh, what what is he like? He's a student, someone you kind of have to have on your team. Like, he, he, good good all around player, I would say.
0: Communication too, top yeah. tier. Big coms. His nickname is literally Motormouth, because he just like goes crazy in the comms and,
1: and, and he's walks also at light speed. Also, also pretty nasty. From, from Great search and
0: destroy player, typically. Yep, all around
1: player, it does it all.
0: And let's be honest, like this team still. Probably going to have to have like be like a bread and, bus, uh, bread and butter is S&D team. Yeah. Probably what's it's going to be. And Fellow brings a lot in S&D. Cap also brings a lot in S&D. Havoc, Brackley, this team has potential to be very good in s and I think. I think Vickle is going to end up overall probably being a really good player. I think this just wasn't a fit for him when he was playing with the super slow AR duo he had. Mm-hmm. Like I think he yeah. would, if you would have kept Vickle instead of Caps on this team, I think he probably would have flourished a little bit more with this roster with Fellow speeding things up. So unfortunate yeah. for him, but I also think capsule is a fantastic player. I think it was kind of a crime that he wasn't on a starting roster to start this year because I thought he was so good last year and, sh- and he showed so much potential. Like there were flaws in his game, but it was his rookie year. Um, yeah, he's learning, but I think him and Havoc provide them with the highest upside duo they've had in, in Florida for quite some time. Fellow, like I said, he's going to be a st- fellow and Brack are going to be very steady. ARs that. Probably never gonna like pop off, pop off, but they're gonna be consistent for you, and they're really not gonna screw up and they're gonna be good in search and destroy and they're gonna have good comms. Yep. So I like those two. And I would say also you have to you have to think about context. Context matters. This is Florida. We know along with like Vegas and London, they're the cheapest teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So their roster's probably never gonna be the team with Dashy, Shotzi, and Hook like the superstars. Their team nah. is going to be the, with grinded out challenger players, and I I like the upside they went with. I think this team has potential to you know crack like a, t- a top eight spot and be a competitive team that's better than they were before. I like the roster. Yep,
1: yeah. they've moving faster too. Yeah,
0: not playing SND. Yeah, at <laughs> hard point. Yeah. Um. Next roster, Boston. Not a massive change here. Awakening Nero and Vivid stick in the roster, and then with Methods retiring, Beans comes in. Another potential upgrade to me. Yeah. Beans. We've heard. I mean, what did I hear? I heard Krim on what the flank talking about, how like Beans made him contemplate retirement because he gunned him so hard in a scrim at the Pro-Am last year. I think I've heard that. Actually, <laughs> He said Beans like world world him so hard. He thought about retirement on the spot because he just got world started so bad. I was like, oh, he said he says like Beans has like ridiculous talent. And I mean, I haven't seen a lot of him, but I hear Krim say he's ridiculous talent. I heard Method say he's gross. I've heard a lot of like very, very good pros say he's gross, so I'm going to just rely on them and say that he's probably very good, because if all these all-time legends are saying he's pretty good, um, I'm going to take their word for it. Yeah. I would definitely agree. So I wonder is he the is he the IGL then? I don't... To me, this seems like a by-committee. Okay, It seems like a by-committee team, doesn't it? I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's was me- was Methods really the IGL? I would assume, yeah. Methods has always been pretty good in the comms, I would think. I I, I think this is going to be kind of like a, a bi-committee kind of thing like Optic was doing with Illy. Yeah. Seems like a pretty bi-committee. Like, I feel like Nero has a lot of knowledge. I don't know how vocal he is. I know Wakenings never been super vocal in the comms. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to see how this works. I, I think Vivid's probably playing too fast to be super vocal in the comms.
1: Yeah, just go with the flow
0: Yeah, but I I think it's not going to affect them too much in terms uh, we always talk about how IGL it it can help in certain situations, but I mean, these guys are all pros. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day in most cases. Um, But it'll be interesting. I I think the team improves though, because if Beans is as nasty as he says he is, rather than a Methods who's contemplating retirement. um, Yeah, definitely a team to watch out for. And what's the one thing Boston's been missing since they joined the CDL is they've always just not had that slaying punch when it mattered.
1: Yeah. They improve
0: from Tiege to awakening on the flex, and now I would think Beans has more slaying upside than Methods. So, yeah, you know, I think Beans might bring a pace to them too. I, I'm feeling Methods typically one of the slower ARs. Beans might bring a little more pace. I, I'm excited. I think this team could also improve.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like it. Young guns. We've,
0: uh, we've been talking a lot of improvements. Um, they picked up a player I'm not a fan of here in Vegas. Uh, Clay and Temp think are very good. I actually think this Kremp kid. He went by what Volens last year. Yeah, Volens. Kai Win. Whenever he went, he was playing with Doug last year. We saw this kid at uh, Minnesota on land. I thought this kid was disgusting when I watched him play. Yeah, like I thought this dude has crazy talent, Kremp that they're picking up, but too real. Nah, give me. He got smoked. Yeah, give me teach back. Give me pro Lube back. Give me either of them back.
1: Yeah, this dude got like. Port Don in that in that last year's stage
0: of Yeah, and like he's got the the pillow on stage. Everybody always like says that once they see the pillow across stage, they're ready. They they know they're smoking them. And I I don't know. Like I think Two Reels got some talent. I mean he uh, he keeps winning in challengers. Like last year he won. This year he won again. So like clearly the guy's got some talent. It's not like completely write it off. Like you don't just you don't just win in challengers if you suck. Like he's not awful. But I don't know. He's I good. Like, just- awesome. Like know. you're Florida or not Florida, you're Vegas. Like you got to go for the the home run. I don't think too real could end up being a solid player. I just don't think he could. He's not like a home run swing. Kremp is a home run swing, and I like it. I like that they're taking a chance.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I just I don't know. is he to me? He's like a he's like a tige, but like I feel like worse.
0: Yeah, definitely worse. I'd take Teage over him any day of the week. I would have loved like w- once again like. Vegas' bread and butter is search and destroy. They just got rid of probably their best two search and destroy players. Yep. Like, to me, I keep TJ on this team or keep ProLoot, one of the two, whoever I like more for this S&D prowess, and I bring on Krempe and I'd be happy. But two real? Really? Please, no. Yeah. Right. Come on, Vegas. <sighs> all right. That's enough for us changes. though, then. That's about all we had for news along with the rank play. kind of went a bit longer than I wanted to because, you know... Over here on this podcast, we love roster changes in WrestleMania, so we had to get into that a little bit. But let's do predictions. We're going to do predictions for this next week. Maybe not take as long as we do on predictions. We're kind of just going to go through them with our typical format of uh, confidence points, either one or two, and then we get one match. To put four on. Um, this week's going to be like actually no. Technically, you can veto my confidence point pick of four points if you want to take that team somewhere else because I am the defending champ. I went back to back. I won our major one and major two standings. Um, yeah, I'm down O two. Yeah, you're down O two. You got to make the comeback. So technically, you can veto me on the four points, but we're gonna make our predictions quick. And after that, obviously, you'll see the screen change, and we will be doing a tier list. So let's jump into predictions, Brock. We got the LA Thieves versus what we believe is the new look Vegas with Two Real and Kremp as our first match on Friday. Three one. Three Thieves. one. Bye.
2: Right, you but the got new, the new squadron's
0: gonna struggle against the second place thieves. Lat three one. Uh, how many points you put on that? Two? two? Two points. So obviously, I kind of explained it quickly there. But like, if you guys don't know how we normally operate, uh, <coughs> we pick the the team obviously, and then the map count, and then we put a certain amount of confidence points. So for that one, Brock put two. You can either put one or two, and then one match per week you can put four on. Uh. So if Brock were to get LAT right, let's say LAT wins 3-0, Brock would get 2 points because he put 2 on it. If Vegas was to win, he would lose 2 points um, because he put 2 on it. And then if you get the map count correct, you get an extra bonus point. So that makes the map count uh, matter a lot more. You'd be surprised, though. A lot of times we get we might go, like, if there's, what, 9 matches this week, we might go 7 or 8 for 9 and get, like, 1 map count. Like, map counts, for whatever reason, have been hard this year. Um, yeah, it's been, and, been it's tricky. I lot not know, but... I'm going to agree with you here. I'm obviously going to take LAT. I don't know if I want to go 3-1, but I just don't like the idea of 2-real on this team and the change. I like the idea of Kremp. I think the new look maybe shakes LAT up. So I'm, I think I am going to go 3-1. I think maybe they take a search or maybe they take the map 1. I don't really know because it's new look roster, but I think something yeah. catches the thieves off guard. And the thieves never seem to be as good online. You know, For whatever reason, they're more of a, a tournament land team. So I think Vegas takes a map off them and we go three one LAT. I'm also going to put two points on it.
1: All right, I like it. Donnie will get you one. Daniel, yeah.
0: then we go to a pretty good. Uh, we got two good matches, honestly, in my opinion, to finish out Friday. Minnesota, who just finished third uh, at Major Two, versus New York, who bottomed out a lot earlier but had those those travel issues. So a pretty good matchup here, Minnesota versus New York. What do you What are you thinking here?
2: Um, it's gonna be a banger three two. NYSL. They clutch up. Clutch up on a
1: map five. Map five. Your boy Priesta goes 10 and six
0: in the search. Huh. <laughs> in one, two, four? What are you doing? Two points, two points. Two points. All right. I like it. I think um it'll be interesting to see how Minnesota performs in this match because mm-hmm. got a lot of people like Ake saying they extremely overperformed at the major and they're going to regress back to where they belong in the standings. But like, They've been like top four in the standings basically the whole year for whatever reason. Even when it seemed like they were like terrible at the beginning, they were still like fourth or fifth in the standings. And obviously they're still up there, finishing third at the major. But oh man, this is a tough one also because I also think that Minnesota may be slightly overperformed. But you know, I've been a Minnesota guy all year, I've had a lot of faith in them. And I kind of want to switch it up and take them. Um, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take Minnesota 3 2. I'm only oh, gonna yeah? put one point on this one though, because I, I do feel like New York is probably the better team. But for whatever reason, I I, I don't know. I have a feeling that Minnesota they could either way. Could come out and make a run. Like maybe they, they carry off the momentum. Yeah. And Afro continues to fry. But I actually was kind of thinking the same thing. I don't know if you listened to that that flank at all, but ben was arguing that afro was like a top five sub and off the top of my head i was kind of like yeah he probably is a top five sub and then aix was super pissed like triggered and was like <laughs> instantly listed off like seven subs he thought were better and i was like damn aix kind of made a good point i'm trying to think off the top of my head but he said like hydra shotzi pred envoy which i don't know if i agree with the envoy one right now but he's who was it, it was like hydra shotzi pred Simp, Bezy, envoy and kismet is who he said Envoy and Kismet are maybe a little shaky, and if I believe they're better than Afro, but those other five, it's pretty hard to argue between Shotzi, Pred, Simpa yeah. um and Hydra. Pretty hard to argue that Afro's better than any of them, so maybe he was right. Maybe he's like more sixth or seventh best sub, but I don't know. I think Minnesota has a, a decent chance to come out and fry, so I'm going to take them. Three, two. Mm-hmm. Then we got a good match to end it out again. Toronto versus the new look Boston with Beans. Something interesting I heard about Toronto. Is everybody had been ranking them so high, but like they haven't been able to beat any of like the top teams essentially when it mattered on land. So they've only been able to do it online. Something interesting to note.
2: It is very interesting. Um, I'm going to go Boston here. Three to two. New look squad.
0: I'll just put one point though. Boston three, two. I I, I don't hate it. I can't
1: hate on it it a little honeymoon
2: period. I don't
0: yeah I, mean, I can't hate it because I, I, I like the team. I think they're going to get better with beans. I think Methods is a great player, but I also think maybe he was 75 percent in it since he's been thinking about retirement for so long. Yeah, he wasn't fully engaged whether whether he thought in his head he was maybe you know whenever you get that retirement bug in your head, uh, I'm sure you're kind of like subconsciously maybe not fully in it. yeah, definitely. however, Toronto online, they've been a different animal this year. I think I'm going to take Toronto here. Um, I'm going to take him in a 3-1. Okay. I feel like Boston has definitely has a chance to take this series, but for whatever reason, Toronto's been so good online, and Boston, you know, getting used to the new roster, I think maybe start a little bit slower, but I think they do make this series very competitive. I think it's a 3-1 full of close maps, but I'm going to put two points on it and say Toronto, 3-1. Moving on to Saturday, we got Atlanta versus Florida. Um, man... Is definitely one of the the things I look at, and I think about using my four pointer on it. Unless you're gonna use it on Atlanta at some point this weekend,
1: we're trying to look at the other ones. Uh, no, I'm not gonna put it on this one. Why do I feel uh, like this is why do I feel, you want to go first?
0: I mean, I can because spoiler alert, I'm gonna use my four on this. I was thinking right. about potentially Texas Optic over uh LAG, thinking about using it there. I was maybe actually thinking about using it on Toronto versus Vegas later on. But I'm a little shaky to do it because I do think Florida's new look roster is going to come out and going to play pretty well, especially online. Okay. But I still like FaZe um, and because I actually think Florida is going to sneakily come out and be decent. I'm actually going to say it's a three 2 really? put four points on it, just because I, I think there's a chance that Florida comes out and gets reverse swept because FaZe, for whatever reason, has been doing that a lot. They've been spotting bad teams, a map or two, and then just coming back and winning it this year so i i think they might do that but i'm gonna put my four points on this one um but i like i said i will say three two because i think florida has a sneaky chance the new roster to surprise people and throw some stuff on film that they haven't seen yet
1: yeah oh man i would on your wavelength right now i would think i was saying florida's gonna get two maps somehow against phase so i'm going three, yeah. two as well just put two points
0: Something yeah, about it, right. it's
1: this match just matches for me, just says like, you know.
0: And you know, a little hangover from just winning the event. Maybe you come out, you're not as locked in right away, and all of a sudden you lose a map, and you're like, whoa, we gotta lock in here, and then one map turns into 2 Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Something something about it could easily happen. Um Yeah, definitely. Maybe not as good a match as here on Saturday, because this one could potentially be a blowout. Um, Texas versus LAG. Will Optics new roster? will ghosty fry? What do you think?
2: Uh I think I'll
0: do, do pretty decent. Is that going to translate to a, an Optic win? I'm picking LAG. How are you? Three. Mm, three, three Up one two, point. One point. I'm going to go pretty drastically in the other direction. I think Optic is going to 3 them. I'm going to put two points on it. I can simply just not put faith in this LAG team um, until they make the change that I'm requesting. I'm requesting that assault is dropped for gunless. Get big P back in the league. If we're going to just play these old veterans like that and throw them in the roster, why not throw a one with a lot higher upside? Um, If you want to argue to me that assault has higher upside than gunless argue with a wall, because that is a terrible argument. Um, Gunless, (laughs) Gunless, we know as MVP potential, I know Assault won a world champs MVP in World War II, is only event win, but uh, Gunless has a lot higher potential and a lot higher ceiling, and seems to be extra motivated, and it just seems to be an overall a lot better teammate than he was even in his Huntsman days. He was, seemed to be a pretty good teammate. In mm-hmm. his Surge days, they said he was a pretty good teammate. I think he's motivated. There's a clear duoship there. Him and RCDs have very good chemistry, have won multiple events together um, in the E United days, so it seems to make a lot of sense to me. They also won together in the Huntsman days. Um, so it seems to me, Arcades and Gunless pair that duo back. And even if you want to keep uh, Exceed and Jodice's in your sub duo, get a little bit more slang upside there in your flex uh, and throw Gunless there. So I'm calling for LAG to please do that. Bring back Gunless. He's got familiarity with the org playing for them last year. Bring back the boy Big P. Um, until you do, I'm going to just pick you to get smoked. Uh, so Texas 3 0, two points. Seattle versus Minnesota. Seems like it should be a shoe in, right? It should be. be Minnesota, but it's Surge. They're randomly going to go like four, or five, and uh, four and one, five and 0 qualifiers somehow. I know. Um. Here's the
2: uh, Seattle, Minnesota. Three to Minnesota? two. Reverse sweep.
1: One
0: point. Who's reverse sweeping
1: them? Yeah, I, I just how this Surge is going to go until they make a roster <laughs> change.
0: Are they going to oh, also? You're wait. So hold up. You're saying reverse sleep. So you think Surge are going to win their first search online the entire season?
1: Yeah. Damn, it just okay. fit. in. They'll win and then they'll get reverse swept. Doesn't matter. When yeah,
0: you go up 2 0 be like, oh my God. Like this is, this is the one. We're, we're clicking now and they lose three straight. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> that's how it's going to go. <laughs> one, two, or four. You still got your four point left. Uh, I'm put in one. Okay. I'm actually, I was actually thinking about saying that I think Surge are going to win their first search here. I think that this this stage goes one of two ways for surge. I think they bounce back and go like at least three and two in the qualifiers. Look kind of like the mo- their old cells or maybe like a top six placing at the major. Or I think it like really spirals. Like it's already been spiraling. I think it's either they finish like pretty solid up there, or they absolutely bottom out. Like we're talking one and four, zero oh and five in qualifiers. Like. Can't win a map. Just people are super upset. Preds like I'm going to bench myself because like they've been already talking kind of crazy and Preds been like saying he feels like 2018 LeBron and the Cavs <laughs> on this team, which is God, that's like, that's how, you know, he's out of here because that is a toxic statement. <laughs> like I can't believe that. that is kind of toxic and something like that. Like basically he said, like my teammates are doing nothing for me. Um, Kind of wild to hear that, but I don't know. I'm going to say that they they start to turn around here. I'm going to take Seattle actually. To win three one, I think they take out Minnesota in three respawns. I'm only gonna oh, put good. one point on it. But I'm gonna go bold just to split up from you, give you a chance to build your first lead on me here. Um, take Seattle three one. I'm putting one point on it. But like I said, if they don't win this, I think it's gonna be like a thing that spirals way out of control, and they like can't win a map basically. Yeah. Um, hey, and all that just make the change. Yeah. Really, just do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. Um, Sunday. Florida versus NYSL is our opening match. Who you got? I think the new look roster can make some noise.
1: Yeah, they'll win and respawn. Three to one. Respawn, not the search? Nope. That's how I'm going to win the respawn, and then just roll after.
0: I put All one right. point. Still only one point. You still haven't used that four-pointer yet. Yeah. I'm going to actually do the exact same thing. I'm gonna take New York three to one as well, but I think Florida is gonna take the search instead of the instead of a respawn like you do. And Florida takes the search. I think they're gonna be a really good search team, and we're gonna see that this weekend. I, I do think that there's like a weird world where I don't know. I have this feeling that Florida is gonna win one of the matches this weekend, but the problem is they're playing NYSL in Atlanta. So just like for my own sake and for the sake of these standings, I just can't in good faith just take Florida to be one of our top teams. <laughs> yeah, so like it, it's tough, but I, I do have this odd feeling that they they might be able to get that done. It's just uh, we'll see. Um, I'm excited to watch them, though, of the teams this weekend. It's gonna be tough for me to watch. Obviously, like I said, I'm at a bachelor party all weekend that I'm also the best man in this wedding, so I'm <laughs> gonna have to be pretty present at this bachelor party. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be missing a lot of the matches in real time. Try to probably catch up on Sunday, but I'm excited to go back First matches I'll be looking at will be the Florida ones most likely because I'm excited to see that roster play. Yeah, definitely. You got Las Vegas versus Toronto. You got two matches left. I'm assuming this is where you're going to go with your four points.
2: Yes, that it is. That last time
0: a little interesting, but Vegas, Toronto, who you got? Toronto,
1: 3-0. Give me some four points. Get a Keptige. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, I actually agree with you. I'm going to go Toronto 3-0 as well. I was thinking about actually just like randomly going for whatever reason, I wasn't thinking 3-1. I was thinking about doing 3-2 or 3-0 <laughs> saying maybe like Vegas is able to take um, a search and a respawn, but it's tough to ever pick Vegas lose 3-2 with how the respawn has been because that means you're relying on them to win minimum one respawn but also lose a search, which is what they typically don't do. It's like the only way they win maps yeah. is if they're winning searches. So I'm actually going to take Toronto 3-0 as well going to throw two points on this one because regardless of whatever the map count is, I do feel pretty confident Toronto should be able to take this one. Yeah. And then we finish out the day on Sunday and the weekend with LAT versus Atlanta rematch of major two grand finals should be an absolute banger to finish out the weekend.
1: Banger. If it is three to two LAT comes out on top. Who
0: you think LAT gets it done online? Couldn't yeah. get it done online. Yeah, two points. Point on that? Two? Yeah. Uh, just for fun and because I'd never pick against them, we know this. I'm going Atlanta with the same map count, 3-2. I'm also mm-hmm. going to put two on it, but just I'll just make this a swing game. That means one of us is going to gain four points on the other minimum. Yeah. I'll make it a swing game. I'll make it Atlanta, 3-2, and I'm also going to put two on it. But yeah, that that's toss-up. I mean, that's arguably our top two teams right now because they were the top two at the last major.
1: Like LATO, a little bit more hunger than Atlanta at the
0: moment, and like yeah, it's just another match. Yeah, they just scare me though. is never as good since last year. They're never as good online as they're on land. They're always way better on land. Yeah, that's a bit scary. But that's that's it for the predictions. We're gonna quick pause one second, hop back in. I'm gonna get the the tier list all up, and then we're gonna do a tier list of all the CDL teams. So we'll be back in a second to do that, and you'll see the screen change. So. Give us one second and we'll be right back. All right, so we are back here with the tier list on the screen. As you can see, we're just doing S, A, B, C, D for the tiers. Not going to be like our player tier list where we're having like a specific amount of players we have to put in each one. Just going to be, if we think all 12 teams deserve S tier, we're going to put them there, obviously. We don't believe that, but there's going to be no limit. So everybody could end up in B tier if we really think everybody's just kind of at the same level, but... Um, no limits, but we're just gonna kind of grab teams randomly as we go. Do we want to get the the easiest one out of the way, Brock? Do we want to put Phase Nest here? Yeah, just get it. I mean, we, we can basically how we're ranking these teams is obviously a lot of it is how they've looked, but we're slightly projecting them going forward. I would say like we're not gonna if we think that you know New York is probably still an A or S tier team because they're at the top, but we think maybe they're gonna suck this major. Um, we're not gonna throw them all the way down in D because obviously like. That's way too much projecting. But like if we think normally right now Florida is a D tier team, but we like the way their roster looks, we might bump them up to C because we're kind of like ranking them heading into major three, kind of how we think things are gonna go. So it'll be like a rough power ranking of the standings. We'll maybe even try to put them in order, like top of A if they think they're there, bottom of B if we think they're there, and basically go one through twelve. But I think we can both agree phase, the defending champs, the team that is the most reliable is S tier. We always Go back and forth between who we think is going to finish, you know, top two, top three. But, you know, the one constant is always Faze is top three, if not top two, almost every single event. Well, all the other teams flip flop all around Faze is always at every top. year, <laughs> always at the top. I mean, it's rare they finish outside the top three at an event. Yeah. So we got Faze and S. I'll let you pick the next team. Who you want to go with? Seattle, Surge. All right. Where are you thinking for them? Because I feel like I have maybe a controversial opinion, or at least like what what two tiers would you be teetering them? Let's start with that. Like what what two tiers are you? Would you be between?
1: I really would want to put them in D or C. <laughs>
0: yep, I agree. Uh, I think my controversial opinion on them is I think that they're C instead of D because when I compare them to the other couple teams that are in that range, they have Pred and Sib. Yeah. So and the potential can't... for them to make it further is a lot higher than a few of the other teams, I think, that are down there. Yeah, they can't get much
1: worse. So they can only go really up.
0: And if we're doing it based on how they look now, they suck. But, like, don't you agree? Like, if I'm comparing them to London, like, if I had to pick a team to make a run, I think London has zero chance. I could see a world where Surge can make a run at Major Three simply because they do have Pred and Sib. Like, they could just yeah. shack and go be their way to a top six. They very well could, yeah. We I mean, have the bottom of C even, but I want them in C. I found with C for you. I'm still, I found with C. And like, if I guess we really think that they stick out there, we can move them. But for whatever reason, I, I think they do fit in C. Um, that's maybe a little bit more of a controversial team because they they kind of slot back and forth. Let's go to let's go to another team that maybe is teetering on that same thing. Let's go to Florida. I Feel like they're kind of the C versus D debate.
2: Uh. I feel like they'd be more... They're like hovering over overseas within the roster.
0: I agree. I, I think that maybe their old roster was D tier from what we saw, but I think they improved this new roster. The question is, do they go ahead of Surgency or behind them? Uh, I, th- I feel like I have to say behind them for now. You think? I was thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with behind them. I was also thinking... There's also a world where I could see an argument for them being ahead just because I think their floor might be higher. Because I think this floor mm-hmm. team's going to be competitive with everyone whereas the Surge like their ceiling is definitely higher but man is their floor low sometimes. They haven't won a surge online like it's rough. But I'm okay with putting yeah. them behind them but they're basically like on the same level in C in my opinion. Yeah, we, we can just
1: leave it for now then if after we want to change it we can. Yeah. All right, we'll let you
0: pick a team now this time.
1: Alright, right, will just put a team in D-tier, D-tier London. Yep, get them down there. Um, they're, they're, I'm sick of these boys, unfortunately. But I like Asim, I, like Scarf, I love but... A-sim.
0: Maybe anyway. something changes if they do end up blowing up the roster and making the roster. Maybe something changes if they get better. I, I have heard interesting rumors about maybe Gizmo coming back, but that doesn't move the needle too much for me. They're still, they're still a D-tier team, and maybe... Maybe Like yeah. I said, maybe they'll make some wild roster change and they'll pick up some crazy good players, but yeah, I just their ceiling is much lower than the two teams we have in C, being Florida and mm-hmm. uh, and Surge. Because, like, you know, uh, on that Florida team, you do have um, guys like a Capsidal and a Havoc and a, and a Fellow that can go in and take over games. And really, on London, apart from ASIM at times, they don't really have takeover players to make a run, so they're D tier, they do not. Yep. Uh, Let's go. Let's go to a team now. We did a. I don't know. Do we want to go? What do we want to do? A team that I feel is pretty safe, or a team that I think is controversial? We can do controversial. All right. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Boston. Boston. I feel like this is probably like what a lot of people would argue: B versus C. Yeah. I don't think anybody's arguing A because their A is probably reserved. A is probably reserved for like your top four teams and up, roughly. They're a good at there, middle team. To me, when I look at like where we have people ranked, I do feel like Boston is a tier above Seattle and Florida, though.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: fully agree. So I think Boston's pretty firm. Like I think they're like the definition of B. Literally, like they're like a team that I feel like is pretty consistently going to be like sixth or seventh can maybe peak up to like a fourth could maybe drop down to like an eighth or ninth. Mm-hmm. I think they're the definition of a B tier team. They might end up being right in the middle of these standings, of like six or seven. Cause this is kind of like a loose power rank. It's not official, but like loose for us.
2: Yeah. So Boston and B tier. Um,
0: Let's go Vegas. Oh boy. Another, uh, Probably C or D tier debate here, huh? Yeah, C. You think C? I, th- I think C. Maybe at the end, of the end of it, but... See, I don't... They're the only team, probably, to me, that could be in D tier of the team's left. And I mean, that's very possible. I don't... I mean, I, I'm not going to say, uh, like, obviously, for sure, like, Ultra Minnesota, Thieves, New York, Optic, obviously none of those guys are in the debate for D tier. I don't know. I think Vegas might be ahead of London, but in D-tier. Especially when we're looking at how they're going going forward, like I think they got worse with their roster change. Yeah.
2: The way I, I look at it, I'm... they were
0: probably bottom of C
2: and they just got worse. Yeah. And they finished 12th in the last major. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll put them ahead of London,
1: though. Alright. If they know. if they had teach, uh, maybe we start talking C C plus. If they didn't, if yeah, <laughs> they had
0: major pro instead of 2 real. I think maybe, but I don't know. Like, it's kind of the same thing for me. Like, if we're coming down, we're saying, all right, major threes here. Um, which of these teams do you think can make a run? I would say, you know, with Pred and Sib, I think Surge could make a mini run. You know, that Florida team, I do think they could put a backbone on Surge and make a mini run. But like, if I'm looking at that Vegas team the way they stand now, unless 2 real really surprises me. I don't see a run out of them. Yeah, that's... I respect them enough, though, that I do like them more than the London team, mostly because mm-hmm. of play and temp. So we'll yep. put them ahead of them in D tier, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Because I don't think anybody else is going in D tier. Yeah, I'm it's left. Yeah, I agree. Let's go with a... We have an empty tier. So let's go with a team that I think should be in that tier. LA Thieves. A? I think we can yeah. pick 1A. Definitely. Pretty solid, and the reason, I mean, the argument here would probably be A versus S, right? Yeah. I think they're closer to S probably than they would be to B, but to me, the reason I don't think they deserve to be in the company with Phase, although they just did end up making it to a final against them, is because I think LAP is probably top two, top three, top four for sure, but I just, I need to see a little bit more consistency. I know this team has it in them. I won't be shocked if they end up winning the next major, or finishing top two again, but I just want to see a little more consistency uh, consistency because before Major 2, even in the qualifiers and at Major 1, they looked fine but nothing special so I want to make sure it wasn't just like one hot weekend and this team is the real deal, which I'm pretty confident they are, but you know, we just got to be sure. Yeah, consistency. You agree I with know. A though? You have no problem? Yeah, I got no problem with that.
2: Alright, we got five teams left. Got a lot of purple left on there. Go with one of the purple teams. Toronto. This is an interesting one. Do you feel strongly about where they go? Nah, I can't. Not really. I hard for me to pick between.
0: The interesting thing is, like, we both probably, even me a little more, have been like pretty strong Toronto supporters. But like, I heard a lot of arguments that convinced me that they're maybe not as good as we thought they were right away. Like. I mean, for God's sakes, what are they now, like not, or 0-9 or 0-10 all-time against FaZe on LAN? Um, yeah. I haven't been able to beat any of the good teams on LAN is basically what I saw, and I I think they're top of B, bottom of A, but I'm almost leaning, especially with a few of the teams we have left, I'm almost leaning and putting them top of B for now. No, nah, I was definitely thinking B more than A. Were you? Yeah. I like them out of Boston in B, though. Yeah. Like, like hovering on the B+. plus. I think they're like the one team on B that could like, I think they're looking at the rest of the rosters. Unless maybe we slide one more team down. I think they're the team that I would put at the top of B. Mm -hmm. And I think that because I, I, I like the town of the team. I could see them. It comes back down to the run thing, like them versus Boston and B. like, I like Boston team. I think they're solid, but like, I think with guys like scrappy Kleenex, um, Toronto has the potential to make a run like to a final or something. Like you, nobody would be shocked by that, but we'd be a lot more shocked if Boston made a run to the final. Yeah, so I like them at the top of B.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna say let's do optic now.
0: Optic. I think this yeah. is another A and B debate, but I lean towards behind thieves in A. They get top four. They got top four. I think their is gonna improve. I still think like this team is probably a top four team because the way I look at it, I think Minnesota and so the way I look at it right now, kind of spoiling where I, I see things like New York weekend was a little bit of a fluke. I think just the travel issues, everything. I think this team's really good. I think New York's weekend was a little bit of a fluke. I think they're better than what they showed mm-hmm. Minnesota, I think might have over, overperformed slightly, even though I love this team. Rocker, send me some merch. I love your team. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm making a top four, I think Optic rounds it out. I think I probably put in phase LAT and New York as my top three. And I think Optic rounds it out. And I think Minnesota and Toronto are my fifth and sixth. So I think yeah. I'll like in the fourth spot for me. And I think they're like a slight tier above Boston for sure. And maybe above Toronto. So I like them at the bottom of a, I think. No, I definitely agree with that. I don't think they're even, there's no argument for them in S. And I, I definitely, I, I will fully listen to arguments, put them in B. I do think B would also be a fair spot to put them. Mm. I, I don't, I, I don't think B. I like bottom of a though. I'm definitely putting them behind thieves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like optic bottom of a, so that gives us a nice little spread. Now we move on to whoever you want to go with. We got Minnesota LAG in New York left.
2: Oh, LAG. I forgot.
0: Put them in C. Where do we put them in C, though? The last spot. (laughs) The last spot. All right, I'm okay with that. I was. I I don't know for whatever reason, Florida behind Seattle is like sticking out really odd to me. But I don't know. Seattle does have the potential, but man, they suck right now. We're we're (laughs) saying Technically, based on where our standings are right now, we're saying that Seattle would make champs because they're eighth. Tech because I'm assuming we're putting Minnesota and New York above them in C. Yeah. So that means that we'd be putting Seattle in champs right now ahead of London, LAG, Vegas. and I guess it's really not that unrealistic, especially since they do have a second-place finish. Yeah. With the points they got from that, I really can't see Florida, LAG, Vegas, or London making a run to second. So I guess it's maybe fair. But God, Seattle, with how bad they've been recently, sticks out awkwardly at, in that top of C tier. But I agree, though. I agree with LAG and C. I do think that they... Their respawn, specifically, their hard point has been really good since the roster change. I do think they're maybe a slight step above those other teams, um, especially if they bring in gunless for Assault, please. Um, please. I'm going to pick what I think is the easier one. For All our right. last two teams left, I'm going to go with NYSL and I think that they slot in right between Thieves and Optic in A. Above Optic, behind Thieves. I agree. Uh, that's fair for them. I do think, though, that like after this weekend's matches, we might say they're above LA thieves and they're back in the two spot. I just think it's really tough to put them up there because regardless of whatever the circumstances were, they did finish top eight and gives yep. me a, a miraculous, you know, great run to the finals um, from losers round one. They made that incredible run all the way to the finals. So I, well, I do think that New York probably, I still, th- I still believe New York might be the better team. But just right now, with how good LAT looked in the last event and New York bottoming out early, it's tough. But we're putting them one spot behind them in A tier and above Optic. So yep. I like that. And we got Minnesota. Probably the heavier debate for me, because I feel like New York subliners is for sure an A tier team. I think Minnesota is between A and B.
2: They yeah. yeah, I would say they got top three. They're looking a lot better. I would only
1: assume they could be they're going they're going to get better and better every more time. I don't know though. Are
0: they? I'm not convinced that they're going to do better than 3rd at or 3rd or better at the next major.
2: It's so tough this team, I don't know.
0: <laughs> because they I would argue that they go above Toronto and B or behind Toronto and B. I'd argue they're B only because like I mean, like if back against the wall, if I have to pick a team that I think is going to finish top three, I'm taking phase over them. I'm taking thieves over them. I'm taking subliners over them. I think I'm taking optic over them and I might be taking Toronto over them. So if I can see five teams that I'd like to maybe take over them, I don't think I can put them all the way up in a, because a is reserved for a pretty elite tier of, of teams. And also if I think if we put them in a, then we have to move optic down because I'd, don't think we can put five teams in A or above. That means almost half the league we're saying is A tier. Yeah. So, all right. unless you really want to make an argument for them in A, I think they're uh, top. Of I, was, B. I, I think sure. they're top of B, bottom of A. I think they're like p- pretty similar position as Optic, but I trust the Optic roster to be more consistent. I guess. Yeah, I was thinking more just like high B. Do we like them above or below Toronto?
2: I'll go with whatever you say um let's go with let's go with uh above toronto
0: okay i'm okay with that i think it's pretty much toss-up so but i above toronto um so this leaves us with our, our tier list. we ended up making it pretty balanced we go one three 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 two for the tiers um for those listening on audio platforms i will read off the tier list that we have so that leaves us with phase in s all alone Then we've got... This is basically the order, too. This is basically 1 through 12. We didn't go into super detail, but roughly how we're power-ranking the teams right now. we got Phase and S, followed by LAT, New York, and Optic in A. Then on to B tier, we've got Minnesota, Toronto, and Boston. In the C tier, Surge, Florida, and LAG. And then in the D tier, Vegas and London, Royal Ravens. So basically our 1 through 12 there. I like it. I wouldn't be shocked if that ended up being the way um things shook out at major three although i really doubt we're gonna have a a back-to-back rematch in the finals because you know the way that these recent games work how random they are we typically don't see a lot of consistency in our top twos yeah i like this though i I think there are a couple of points that could be debated where where's your biggest point of contention that you think people have to me i think it's that uh that bottom a top b i think there is going to be an interesting debate around where you put optic minnesota and toronto I, I agree. i like the most heav- heavily debate. Oddly enough, I think the S tier is the most clear. I think it's phase alone right now. Yeah, after that performance? Because I think everywhere else, like... I don't think any... Actually, I don't think any of the teams from C and lower... Or from C could move up. I don't think there's any way you put any of the teams in C and B. I mean, I can see a world where maybe you move Vegas up. I can see a world where you move LAG and even Seattle down to D. I wouldn't hate those arguments. I think the other safest team, I think Boston is pretty safe in B-tier for now. Yeah, I think it's good for now. Yeah, but that's pretty much going to do it. Um, Unless you got anything else you want to add, Brock, we can wrap this one up and get the people out of here.
1: No, not really. Just say Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen will ever
0: be. Oh, yeah. That's a shout out to our friend that's a a Bills fan. Um, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Didn't talk about it at all, but Super Bowl last night was a great game. Yep. Until you know, the unfortunate holding call had to ruin our chances at seeing a, a, a game tying or winning drive for Hertz and the Eagles. Would have liked to see it technically, probably by the rules, the the best call. But I think selfishly, all of us would have rather have seen it not called so that we could have seen a, not an intense game Thanks. winning or tying drive. Uh, let the let the penalty go. I don't <laughs> think it was catchable, anyways. Yeah, um, but. It was a good game. It was fun to watch. I mean, we've seen some bad Super Bowls, but that was probably one of the better Super Bowls we've seen. High scoring and close. High scoring and close is the dream. That's what you want. Yep. You want it to be. It was damn near 40 to 40. they both almost scored in the 40s. Like, that's what you want. You want a high scoring, close game. It's Um, uh, pretty good. Yeah, it was a good game. Fun to watch. I'm sad football's gone because that's my favorite sport. You guys know Brock and I are both in pain with our teams. Brock's Falcons, Phantom of Colts, Sam. We'll both probably be in pain for a while with our teams. um bar jackson this year let's go thankfully we're on to basketball <laughs> season though brock you don't really have like a team you like basketball but you don't really have a team obviously you guys know i'm a big bucks fan so that, that's a lot better sport for me right now to watch my team in yeah i just i just like players i guess yeah i mean i do as well but you know i've always been a huge bucks fan even when they sucked and now that they're good i have to just soak in these seasons as long as I can because I know the second Giannis either retires or leaves Milwaukee we're probably back into another basically what my whole childhood was another 20 years of mediocrity
2: we got one yeah, for we two. got one
0: hopefully we get at least one more One more. Um, that's pretty much going to do it for today though Um, yep. I appreciate you guys watching talking about some roster news, made our predictions drop your predictions down below, we want to see them Drop your thoughts in the tier list. I don't think anybody will have anything crazy different. Like I said, you might flip Optic, you might flip Minnesota, maybe Toronto, maybe a couple teams in the bottom. But I think everybody's tier list would be pretty similar. But um tweet me screenshots of your tier list if you make one, or you know, comment down below what your thoughts are. Drop any thoughts below. If you want to talk about the Super Bowl, if you want to talk about the NBA, if you want to talk about football, you want to talk about COD, I'd like to discuss it all. In the offseason, we'll probably dedicate a decent portion to like random sports news as we have less and less COD to talk about in July. Um but that's going to do it for this one. Like I said, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed. And we will see you next week with reactions um, to the matches from this weekend and then more predictions. So thank you guys so much for watching. And we'll see you in the next one.